do it. We're expecting this one, were ya? So actually, this is exactly what I've come to expect. This this lines up perfectly, actually. River Big Smith's guy? No. This is the only Smith song I like. There's a few of them that I dig, but I never, never took the dive. Yeah. And all these weird people are like 15 years older than me, like obsessed with Morrissey, and I'm just like, he fucking sucks. (laughs) I probably just turned off half our listeners, but no, that's like literally the only Smith song. But it's fitting. Why can't this show just give me what I want? You mean you didn't like it? I will just say this. Before we talk about the episode, we got to, you know, we're going to do our bullshitting. I'll say this, though, before we start bullshitting. Nine episodes ago, Ventress was on a ship with Obi-Wan Kenobi escaping Savage Oppress and Darth Maul. How wonderful was that? And then, poof. (laughs) Now, granted, the Younglings arc kind of did something for me. The Andoran arc, not so much. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. But anyways, uh, welcome to the Clone Cast. Yeah, hey, I'm Adam. I'm Tom. Uh, so this is a show where we watch chronologically all the episodes of the Clone Wars. We're currently on season five, episode ten, Secret Weapons. <laughs> the beginning of a new droid arc, apparently. Um, and before we get any further into the episode, I want to get some out of the way. This is episode number 98 of the Clone Cast. It's going to release... This Thursday, so November 4th, um, so that means next Thursday's episode is going to be the 100th episode of the Clone Cast. Yay. Very exciting birthday episode for us. <laughs> Not even a birthday. We already... We, when was the, When did we release the trailer? Oh, or when yeah, did we release the first the episode? Let's see. Let's, let, let's do a little research here. First episode released... Uh, November 22nd. Oh, we haven't even read a year yet. But this is a milestone episode, you know? Yeah. Um, so all the Clone Casanovas, we would like to hear from you. Just anything. For our special hundredth. Yes. I know we beg for emails from time to time, <laughs> but this is our hundredth episode here. So if you could just say, um, you know, maybe send in your favorite moment, yeah. um, your favorite bit, anything, anything. If you want to just wish us a happy hundred. That works, too. The Thorian Historian is putting some goddamn shit together. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that guy's doing. That man but is dedicated. He's a super fan. <laughs> he is a super fan. But, uh, Clone Castanovas, if you've ever wrote in, write in again. Um, if you've never wrote in, we'd love to hear from you, especially now, coming up on 100. And, um, you know, I mean, like I said, we beg for emails from time to time. Uh, they've cooled down a little bit, but you're still listening. I see the numbers. Yeah. They're still listening, but we haven't been getting any emails, emails lately. So uh, I'm I'm being vulnerable here, <laughs> and I'm putting myself out there, and I'm hoping that if you've enjoyed this show at all and you're a fan, please send something in for the 100th. Um, it it's, would be It's going to be a celebration of the clone cast. That's what we'll call it, yeah. a celebration 
of the clone cast. So, uh, with that out of the way, how you doing, Adam? Good. How are you? Ah, uh, you know, I suck. It's <laughs> been a, it's been a week or so since I. I've yeah, we been keep here. getting these in the bag early. Yeah, we put a couple in the bag early, and then we re- then we do one right before it records, and I'm sure we'll record one early next. Yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of the what we're on right now one of these days we're gonna get ahead of it and have like we keep one saying that extra just so we, we keep can saying it. that but it has never happened it has never happened no it hasn't no um, so what's going on you're busy at work works busy this week but i do have thursday off nice that's a vacation day i like taking the vacation days in the middle of the week yeah it's nice it's nice to have that just cut the week in half and then you know yeah it's not so daunting wednesday or thursday off mm, that's better than a monday yeah i'm telling you it just is folks Put up with the Monday. Mondays usually aren't the busiest days, too. Things are kind of settling back in. The middle of the week, though, that's when shit ramps up. Yeah. You got to get out of there. You got to get out. Well, and we had to put a couple in the bag, too, because you went on a couple of dates, too. That's nice. Yeah, you know. Getting back out there, we got to get those five-star reviews back up. Well, you know, I do what I can. (laughs) We'll see. Maybe maybe something will hit. Yeah. So, So, But if something hits and I actually start dating someone, then I can't solicit... New listeners on Hinge. I'll have to. I'll have to leave the dating universe. If she's a true love, she'll understand. Oh yeah, we gotta promote. Yeah, You've got to promote. Got to dig. You've got the test. Why won't this ever fucking? <laughs> but they dig. They they test. Whenever I want to hit it perfectly, it never does. Anyways, what's new with you? Oh, not much. Just going through a bunch of shit, trying to. I don't want to bring a. I don't want to bring everyone down, but I got a, a relative that's going through some. Oh right, addiction yeah. type stuff. So I'm just trying oh. to get him some. Yeah, help. my uh, <laughs> my Colonel Mieber Gasson uh, substance abuse tweet abuse tweet was probably <laughs> very insensitive to you. <laughs> it was very timely. <laughs> I'm just. We'll talk about it, but watch the fucking guy's eyes. Something's going on there. Yeah. But no, so I've been like going through that, and then also. Uh, all day Friday, I was on the phone with a uh, health insurance company and like medical device suppliers trying to get shit like figured out. They're not giving you insulin? No, it was just... Uh, it was like, Didn't you just have a hoard of insulin that you just took? Yeah. From some, like uh, your cousin had some yeah, my cousin, my cousin called me randomly, who also has type 1, um, and she was just like, hey... It's a family affair. I have a friend whose brother just died, and... <laughs> He had diabetes, and he, she asked me if I wanted, like, his leftover insulin, and she gave me, like, a crate of, <laughs> of insulin. So you got that stuff in the fridge so right now? that's great. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like you got two fridges at the new place or every, one? Just one. Oh. Every diabetic's fridge has one drawer dedicated to just insulin. That sucks, man. Yeah. I got I got some medicine in the fridge right now. Yeah? Uh, the dentist, uh, for getting my teeth cleaned at the new dentist, they gave me a free uh, dental whitening kit. Ooh. They did a mouth uh, thing. Or they yeah. ate, and you know you bite down on it and i just got uh my i went in yesterday and picked it up it's a little mouth guard nice um so i'm gonna try that out i'm gonna get some pearly whites oh i'm back in action baby <laughs> yeah but so i was just it it literally took like all day yeah all day when i was like trying to work i hate that shit it, it like i only flipped out like twice one of which is good when you're on the phone back and forth with people for eight hours on end eight um, it was something like that. I took like an hour break in the in the <laughs> middle of it, but it was just, I was just trying to figure out what was going on because I hadn't met my deductible. You remember back? I think we oh we've talked, talked about, about deductibles. Yeah. So I had to pay like a thousand dollars, but I had to split that between an FSA and like out of pocket. 
So I was just trying to figure out, apparently the payment didn't go through. So I was trying to figure out if my out-of-pocket portion went through mm-hmm. or if it was just my FSA. And when I was trying to talk to the the insurance company, they were like, oh, yeah, we don't know why it didn't go through. Okay. And I was like, well, you you have to have some rationale why it didn't go through. And they were like, was no. Card, was it card declined? Yeah, it just like didn't go through. Huh. So, But yeah, it was just all day. And then I ended up like yelling at the automated service when i couldn't oh, get someone i don't yell at people on the customer service lines but i always yeah. yell at the automated like it's like it's like uh you know i'll be like customer service yeah, yeah, yeah. representative you fuck you know and then it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry i don't understand they're like ah, <laughs> you fucker no i kept going back and forth and i kept getting transferred around and finally uh some some lady was like tell you what i I don't want to keep you on hold, so I'm just going to transfer you to our special division. And then you got disconnected. And then they transferred me to someone in India, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. Um, and very nice gentleman. Uh, he was trying his damnedest. But, like, <laughs> I had to, like, explain everything to him all over again. Ugh. And he was trying real hard, but he was, like, not giving me what I needed. And he was like, okay, so you should see this on your screen now. And I was like, that's not there. And he's like, whoa, well okay, let me try something else. And so eventually he was like, well, uh, let me uh, let, let me get in contact with the payment company and then we'll... And I was like, you know what? I, I was like, this is... You have been fantastic. You've been super helpful, but I have an appointment that I'm running to right now, so I don't have time for that. Um, and then I asked him, I was like, are you in the US? Do you mind me asking, are you in the United States? And he was like, uh, no, no, I'm... I'm uh, offshore. He said something like that. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, so all I'll say is you've been very helpful. Thank you. Um, but you should consider yourself very lucky that you live in a much more evolved country than the United States. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh. And I was like, I'm so sick and fucking tired of dealing with this every time I try to get my goddamn insulin. <laughs> and then I kept interrupting it. I'd be like, and again, this is not directed at you. You have been very helpful. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> what, so you think he's in India? I think so, yeah. I think India has shitty health care. Oh, I really? I think. I've, I've, you know, I've done the uh, Google search, like, how countries do. And I think India is one that's, like, fully private. Oh, really? I think so, oh. if I remember correctly. I'm sure it's still better. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I probably I don't know. <laughs> that was like when I was talking to my dad about like socialized health care. He was like, oh, I don't know about that. I was like, why not? He was like, every Canadian I've ever met has bad teeth. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? OK, um, dental's not even included in anything I we have. No. Anyways, uh, dude, this is quickly becoming the uh, the socialized health care podcast. Socialized well, healthcare when you're diabetic, you have to deal with it every fucking week. Hey, I don't blame you. I think it sucks too, man. It's terrible. Yeah. Do you think uh, this guy? Oh, it's a pig man. Now, when Kramer ran into pig man, uh, he was in the hospital. Do you, what do you think the medical bill was like on a pig man? Do you think they sent him a bill? Oh yeah, and then with inflation too. That was back when it was cheaper. Oh yeah. Ooh, I hope Pigman's all paid up. Yeah. Did you see the Book of Boba trailer? Oh, that's what we got to talk about. Well, there's really only one thing to talk about in there. Oh, there's a couple. But there's the a live one... action. Yeah. We got a live actionist, Ethorian. Yes, we uh, do. And I've been posting the shit out of it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
It's very exciting. Oh, it is. It looked great. How long has it been since we've had an actual Ithorian in the flesh? There is one in like the shadows in Rise of Skywalker when they're on that like cele- when they land in that celebration when they're going oh, after Oki's right yeah. after the yeah um but it's very brief. But that's like an extra. Yeah, and it's also I don't know if it's um. I, I, it, it may just be like a, some digital animation. This looked—is this puppet? It looked like it's like a costume. Yeah, it looked it looks strong. I yeah. really hope you know it's it's a quick shot, but I really hope that it's like a real costume. And I'm really—I know they're a very peaceful species. I'm really hoping that this is some like Athorian warlord that we're gonna get like introduced to. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. Is it a warlord or is it a friend? Very interesting stuff, because the narration over it implies that that Ithorian is overseeing some of Jabba's shit. Yeah. But I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I think that's throwing us off well, a bit Well, the narration, here. so I was unclear. The narration it sounded like led me to believe that the person standing next to the Ithorian was, like, translating for sure. him or her. The voice now, the voice sounded like Mando. Oh, really? A lot of the voice in that sounded like Mando. I'll have to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it's going to be cool. Uh, my favorite thing was the Thorian, though. Oh, uh, yeah. That's fucking great. Now, future All-Star. Did you see that little guy handed him oh, his helmet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to have some new droids to talk about. I can't Do wait. you think... Now, bold prediction. This is my bold prediction. It's nine episodes long. I have to think, after the uproar in the Bad Batch, we're going to get a live-action clink. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't even care if he's just wandering in the background. If I see a little guy with, like, a fucking wrench in his hands, like, yeah, 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 and he just goes to do something, very excited. I'll be able to die happy. I, you know, and it, obviously, it's not necessarily going to be Clink, but if we could get a live-action Clink of some kind, whatever whatever astromech model that is, I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah. They're in Resistance, which is probably enough for us to watch Resistance just for the Clinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah, we will watch Resistance at some There's point. There's a lot of stuff in that trailer that made me excited. Like, I was kind of, like, I, I was excited for Book of Boba Fett, but I yeah. was kind of like, yeah, cool. Like, I'll I'm watch just, it. What's this altruist Boba Fett that we're hearing here? Like, I'm going to rule with blah, blah. What does he say? He's like, um, I'm going to rule fairly or something. With respect or something Yeah, like and it's that. like, yeah, yeah. you're a bounty hunter, dude. You're kind of a piece of shit. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he, might he had be playing a, at something. I guess maybe like being slowly digested in the Sardalac pit and somehow escaping <laughs> might change your view on life yeah. a little bit differently. So I, you know, I'm all for character growth. There's a lot in that trailer that I was liking. Yeah, that, like the spider droid in the beginning that, was that cool. seemed like stop motion animated. Yeah, like, it seemed like miniature. It was apparently oh. carrying like the brain of some sort. Oh, yeah, of... yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's um. Oh, what the hell's the name of that cult? It's some kind of like weird cult that when they die, their like final step in like their religion is they uh have they, a spider droid carry their brain. No, they like have their brain like taken out of their head and put into a droid, like these specialized spider droids. Oh. And they supposedly like they believe that it leads to immortality because they like wander so they believe learn. that their consciousness is within that droid apparently now. yeah and they just wander the sands of tatooine on this fucking spider droid yep interesting i don't know all the details but yeah. that's the the gist of it but and then so there are so i saw some other stories on there that was like they also will do that to non-members of the cult if they like capture them they'll oh. like capture people like 
take their brain and put it in these spider droids. Fascinating. Yeah. But apparently Jabba uses them as, like, perimeter guards. Sure. I wonder if we'll get to learn a little bit more about this cult in the Book of Boba. Can't wait. Now, do you think him and Fennec are fucking? (laughs) Like, they exchanged some glances in there that I was just like... Well, does she even have that anymore? Because isn't her... Is it just her midriff that's robotic, or...? I don't know. Okay. I don't, Maybe we'll get there's that There's a answer. lot of questions in Star Wars about who has what down there. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, Darth Maul. How does he shit? Yeah. Does he have a dick? These are the questions we're trying yeah. to get to the bottom maybe, of. Maybe he, Zabrak males, maybe their penis is on, like, their chest. I yeah. don't know. Maybe he's still good to go there. I don't know. I, remember in fifth, I don't know alien anatomy. I remember in fifth grade making a joke after seeing the special edition to my friends in the cafeteria. And I was like, well, we actually don't know where Chewbacca's dick is, so what if he, what if it was just, like, under his armpit? There you go. Yeah. You don't really know these things, these alien species. Now, Fennec is a woman, a, he, a female human woman. Yes. So I would assume that the parts are, uh, you know, in the standard human places. But I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. The Bomar Order is the cult. Ooh, big Bomar Order. Oh, man. Who do you think would win in a cult battle? Heaven's Gate or the Bomar Order? Oh, do you know it'd be sweet? What? I wonder if one exists. The Branch Davidians? No, the uh, the, uh. <laughs> the spider droid, if there's a Lego minifig that comes with the Jabba Palace. Oh, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I've been thinking about that Falcon, baby. I have been thinking about that Falcon. <laughs> I want the Bulio figure. Yeah, yeah. The Bulio minifig. Win the war. Win the war. That didn't end well for him. No. I'll work on that thing. Do you yeah. think that was a good idea? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, a lot of like, I'm really excited now for that show. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like in a month, a little over a month, about two months. Don't, don't, don't. Uh, oh yeah. I I'm guess. not looking forward to the end. Like we've talked about the last episode. Like December's fine. Oh yeah. But January, man. Yeah. Oh, it's it going to be rough. brutal. And it's starting to get. You know, we're going to get some, I think there's a couple days this week that are supposed to have to get like 55-ish. You really got to get one of those sun lamps. I have one. Oh, that's right. But where um, is it? You should have it. Well, I had an office that I like set up in one of the spare bedrooms, but now I've just been hanging out in here all day because I'm surrounded by toys. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's just more fun in here for me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's going to be good. We'll do episodes on it. When are the release dates? Are they Wednesdays? I don't know. Or are they Fridays? I'm assuming Friday, but okay. I could be wrong. We're going to get busy again. Yep. We're going to get really fucking busy. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Anyways, um, no, we haven't done in a while. What is your favorite color? Blue. Fine. Off you go. Colors, Ooh, colors. It's everybody's favorite, your favorite segment. Color? <laughs> Brand new! The Clone Cast Color Talk. All right, let's talk colors. Yeah. All right, so last Color Talk, you had brought some paint chips. Yeah. And uh, what was our original? I got it here. Uh, our first color that we drew was Beacon Blue, which was a very a very flush blue. It was very, very rich. Yeah. Um, Beacon Blue. Um, so we got some more paint chips, and last time I picked this one. Now, this time you're going to pick one. Sure. And so you haven't been to the hardware store, have you? You haven't no, picked we'll, up No, we'll yet? work through yours. I keep forgetting. Okay. I was even in there the other day, and I didn't even remember. But you got some paint chips here. Yeah. So I'm going to shuffle these up, shuffle the cards, and then you're going to pick one, and then we're going to talk about the color. Let's see. Hopefully, it's a good one. All right. Yep. All right. Pick one. All right. What do we got? 
Ooh. All right, tell us about it. This Show. is actually the color I was thinking about painting my office. Oh. Because it is a light blue. Okay. But it's like light enough where it's going to be like almost white. And you're not going to, it's going to help your uh, morale. Yeah. Maybe this room is too dark for me to be working it in every be. day. It is a dark gray in here. Maybe you could paint this office air blue. Ooh, air blue. Now, this looks like a sunny, clear day. Yeah, it does. Nice. Yeah, I like this. It is almost white, too. It depends on where you're looking at it from. Oh, yeah. So you bring it up here, you can see the blue. But if you get a little more light on, it looks almost like a very an off-color white. Yeah. A very off-white, but... That's what, like, I'm definitely leaning towards that for painting my office. Just yeah. Just, like, I want... Because I don't want white, but yeah. I want, like, a tinge of a color. Yeah. So I think, like, a really light blue is going to do the trick. Do you got anything in your office yet? It's just... We've... Just been storing stuff in there? It's just my desk and stuff. Okay. And bookshelf. See, I, I don't think I could paint this room at this point. Yeah. This like, I haven't I, hung anything on the walls yet. How long would it take me to paint this fucking room? <laughs> It's not worth it. Just paint around all of the figures. Yeah, that would be hell on earth. <laughs> Just paint over them. <laughs> An air blue wrecker black series. Now, I like this, though. So we're going to rate this color. Air blue. We'll tweet it out. Um, check it out. It's uh, We're sticking with bear paint. As uh, we mentioned before, bear paint is the clone cast paint of choice. Um, I have bear paint that I've used throughout my house. Uh, my living room has been bear paint. I am... Um, I should maybe after maybe we take a little break. I'll grab the uh, the paint that I use for yeah. touch ups. We read that one off. It's a at good some quality point. product. It's a great quality product. Everybody loves bear paint. And uh, I believe they support Medicare for all. Oh, do they? No, but they oh. do now. All righty. <laughs> We're going to get some litigation we'll get in the mail confirmed. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> sir. I strongly doubt that. <laughs> Highly doubt it. Uh, but yeah, bear paint air blue. If you want the tag on, it's an S four six zero dash one. Um. I am going to give this, uh, I think uh, the mood of everything lately with it, the sun rising, you know, and go, the sun, excuse me, going down earlier and earlier every day. It's getting darker out earlier. Um, this is kind of lifting me up a bit. And I think if you show me this when we're getting those uh, longer days and I'm not quite in the dumps like I am right now, I'd probably give it a little bit score of score. But uh, benefit of the season we're in, I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10 uh, bare Baby blues. I was going <laughs> solid eight. All right. So an 8.5 and an eight. Uh, Clone Casanovas will send this out at some point. Um, I do th I do think I'm going to paint my office's color. I like it. May I don't know. That's going to be the fun thing about this, though. Eventually, maybe we'll find one that you like better. Yeah. I got to go get some paint chips one of these days. Yep. I'll go get some paint chips. I got to pick up a couple shelves. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll get some what more do, paint chips. What do you need shelves for? <laughs> well no actually i cleared out some space here in the studio so we're actually kind of good yeah. right now here but i'm going to add some into the living room because i did some rearranging in the living room recently it's looking good yeah um i'm digging had to had to we moved i moved all the books out of here like i had books in the living room and in the studio but i moved all the books into the living room and i added a bookshelf in the living room you can just start calling it your library now yeah man i'm just it's, this is a scholarly house yeah yeah. Can can Star Wars novels, are those considered uh, scholarly pursuits? I don't see why not. Yeah. All right. So that was uh, Color Talk. That was your Color Talk. for the Everybody app. loves Color Talk. <laughs> it's a big hit. All right. Uh, what else do we got here? I suppose we could do this. It's only because I'm so in love. 
No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. You're stuck with me, Do you think they missed the kids' bop yet? (laughs) Everybody loves kids' bop. All right. So, listener appreciation. Man, all my shit's moved around again because of those fucking kids' bop songs. Here we go. (laughs) I got it. All right. Let's start with the holy trinity depressed Kenobi. Hello there. The angel from my nightmare. The shadow in the background of the moor. The unsuspecting victim of darkness in the valley. We can. I'm gonna try to. Thorian historian. I tried a really smooth. It wasn't smooth. The Thorian historian. And of course, the president of Norway. The architect of the Norwegian Nordic model. He'll know. We're going too fast today. Let's, let's <laughs> slow it down a bit. We're at 25 minutes. We're not ready for this. We, this is going to be half the length of some <laughs> of our previous episodes. What are we doing? This is not supposed to be a... I don't know. Maybe we're just saving it all for episode 100. Could be. It's probably going to be a big one. Yeah. I got some ideas. None of which will probably come to fruition. <laughs> but nonetheless... Uh, Eliza, a.k.a. a drop of magic on Twitter. Big shout out to Eliza. Uh, Eliza mentioned that sometimes on dating sites, periodically, she will like change her search settings to conservative men. <laughs> and then she'll just like on their photos, she'll just comment the benefits of Medicare for all. Yes. <laughs> so big shout out to Eliza. Uh, the official artisan of the pod. Jaylee, where are Jaylee? Come back. You are a bold one. Jaylee. I don't know where Jaylee is. Yep. And we didn't get any discourse in the Discord about, should we just email Jaylee? Get that cooking in there. Ethorian Historian, this is a shot across your bow. I, you are the one that I look to to get these things when we mention them. You're the one that's supposed to start talking about them. Ethorian <laughs> Historian doesn't realize the power he possesses over the both of us. Yes. <laughs> and the clone Castanovas. Yeah. The Ethorian Historian is the captain of our ship. He guides us. He's how, the he's the Jack Sparrow. How much are you going to go nuts if in Book of Boba Fett that Athorian gets one of those translators? Ooh, like the guy the that he like wears. Bolo has, like Bolo has. Yeah, that would be fucking dope. That'd be that sweet. would be really cool. I I I want it to be Biff. I know <laughs> that'd be hilarious <laughs> if it was Biff. All right, uh, Celine in Perry, the Parisian princess. How you doing, Celine? Jules at. El Davio. Hey, Jules. And then Artero. Uh, let's see if I can get some uh, a funky nickname off the top of it. Our Artero Tyrant. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a tyrant. So that was a very good one. But Liv, a.k.a. Darth Clink. All right. Suck in that shrine music because it's about to go bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, sad. Bye-bye. Traveling through hyperspace in my dust and crops, boy. I'm looking Dot, dot, yada, dot, dot. Official Reach Weird the Pod. You ain't Sling Blade is back. Rural Farm Boy, the official Reach Weeder of the pod. 
I'm loving that Sling Blade impression. Yeah. Never seen Sling Blade. I just know he talks like that, the Sling Blade. That's all you need to realize. Rural Farm Boy doesn't sound like that. Either. It's just when he says, Yoons. I, for some reason, hear like Sling Blade, Yoons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all righty. Uh, look out behind you, Holy Trinity. You got somebody on your tail. Noah Blight, Wade, Death, Stephen, Famine, Big Famine Mode, Big Famine Mode from Stephen. Joshua War is also on a bit of a famine mode himself. Where's Joshua been? But anyways, those are the four horsemen of the email apocalypse who will do righteous battle with the Holy Trinity in the final episode of the Clone Cast. And we will all die. It will be the apocalypse. Which side are you going to be on? It's going to be one hell of a finale. Look in the mirror. You got time. You got to look in the mirror, though. Which side am I taking? The four horsemen of the email apocalypse or the Holy Trinity? I'm going Holy Trinity. No offense to the four horsemen, but I just feel like the Holy Trinity, that sounds a lot, uh, um, I don't know, more comforting than the four horsemen of yeah. the email apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going with the more comforting words. It's going to be trouble brewing. Oh, man. It's going to be chaos when those heads clash. Yeah. I did tell the Holy Trinity they're going to have to recruit a fourth. I do I do think I'm going to get together with uh, our friend Noah on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Noah messaged on... Uh, Noah messaged on Twitter... And was like, yeah, Sunday. And I was like, well, it's football. <laughs> yeah, so. I was like, sorry, I'm a basic white guy. You can watch football and play Armada at the same time. Nah. <laughs> nah. How are the Vikings doing? I haven't been paying attention. I was very depressed this week. <laughs> Did they lose on Sunday? To Dallas and a fucking like quarterback who's only threw him three passes his entire career. <laughs> Undrafted quarterback out of fucking Central Michigan. <laughs> he looked like you. Like... <laughs> He's like this red, tall redhead guy. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't throw a football to save your life, could you? I don't know. Probably not. When's the last time you threw a football? It's been quite a few years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no. When's the last time you throw a football? I throw a great great spiral. I know, but when's the last time? You just go out with your dad every other month? I I don't think I've thrown a football probably in five years. Yeah. Are you getting testy with me? What is that? I'm not getting testy. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go throw footballs? I'll throw a football. All right. This is 100th episode. We're going to see if you can throw a football farther. <laughs> We're going to go have a catch. Yeah. I'm telling you, though, this guy, I think it was you. Yeah. You go by Cooper Rush in another life? <laughs> yeah, that's why I've been so busy. <laughs> I'm just flying back and forth from Is that why you don't respond time? in a timely manner? <laughs> yeah. This is horse shit. Um, no, I was really depressed this week. Yeah. And the thing is, it's every time I get slightly upset now, because I, I used to be a fanatic, and now I've kind of come back towards more slight, some reality. Yeah. And I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I don't think I want to be a fan of any of this. <laughs> like, I don't think I want to do it anymore. Yeah. I think I'm done. I was lucky enough never to get hugely into it. Like, I, I like watching football games and stuff but i never like i'll get into it if they're like you know if i'm out with a bunch of people or if we're at a house and you know you're everybody's getting into the game that's fun but like if they lose it doesn't like ruin my day like some of the other people i know yeah i mean i've grown a bit yeah like i've grown a bit i mean i don't watch a hundred fucking baseball games a year anymore (laughs) like i did not watch a single twins game this year 
And I'm really proud of that. Yeah. Baseball's boring as fuck. I'm sorry. It takes forever. Yeah. We do have one friend who is like obsessed. Like just loves the baseball. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, baseball and hockey, I don't pay too much attention to anymore. But like the Timberwolves and the Vikings still have my heart. Yeah. But it just like the Vikings lost to Dallas on Sunday. And I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Weren't they leading them for a while too? Yeah. Well, there's I mean, yeah. I mean, there's just there's they just I don't even want to they fucking <laughs> suck. Like they fucking suck. But then the next night, the Timberwolves who are off to a fairly nice start. Last night they played the Orlando Magic, who are one and six. The Timberwolves were three and two, and I was like, oh, they're showing that they're growing a bit. Uh, they led by six going into the fourth, and I was like, you don't let bad teams hang around like this. This boats badly, and I turned the game off. I was like, I'm not fucking watching this. They lost by 17. Oh, my God. They were outscored by like 20-something points in the fourth quarter, and I just sat down, and you know, I, I turned it off, but I was just like, why do I give a shit about this? <laughs> I really think I just have to just disconnect and just stop. The combination of that mixed with the sun going down at four o'clock is not gonna do well yeah, for you. Yeah, but it's mood. just like, why do I care at all? Like, oh, think yeah. about it. This is out of anything in life, this matters nothing. Yeah. It it affects nothing in the real world. And these people that are on these teams, they have no allegiance to no, me or this city. Less. They're just getting paid millions of dollars to fucking play fucking some games here every year and then they go on their fucking Bahama vacations yeah like why do I care I think it's linked to you've always been quite a quite a defender of the Twin Cities so I think it's probably linked up in in mixed into that don't you think oh, possible well, I don't know I think it might be that yeah but it's not anytime anybody calls the Twin Cities a flyover city you're like oh you got another you well first of all we got Four major professional teams. All four major sports are here. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. think it's mixed in we with We also that. have an MLS soccer team, the Loons. Oh, I just went to that game on Sunday. You went to that game? Yeah. It was the last one. Was it fun? Oh, yeah. Is it good? Have you ever been to one of those? I've been to one at, when they played at TCF Bank Stadium. Yeah. You that gotta was go fun. to the new stadium. Did they sing Wonderwall? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was their last game of the season. They won. It was pretty fun. Oh, speaking of Wonderwall. Um, oh, yeah. I tweeted out the picture of the I photoshopped that acoustic guitar onto the uh, onto the Tuscan Raider. And then <laughs> I wrote something like uh, sings a sad song about the mean man who murders his entire village. And then the next one is Wonderwall. My buddy Brad at work. <laughs> he's a bit of a he's a bit of song smith. He's a little bit of a producer cred. He worked something up for the 100th episode that we will play. We're going to have a band. It's a thing of beauty. <laughs> it is fucking... I died. <laughs> I died. He's like, I can make it better. And I was like, no, I think it's perfect it's the way great. it is. I was like, I don't want it to sound perfect. <laughs> so we'll get to that. Um, oh, shit. Uh, Isaac. <laughs> no, Isaac. Uh, what are we going to give Isaac? What are we going to give Isaac? What are we going to give Isaac? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know. You're a terrible liar, George. Look at you. You're a wreck. You're sweating bullets. It's the Kung Pao. George likes his chicken spice. All right. Thank you, Isaac, for <laughs> being a loyal listener. Uh, and then, of course, remember the Padawan Podcasting Network, Wayfinder Pod at Wayfinder Pod. You can also check out the Halo Lorecast that I do with Ty from the Wayfinder Pod. Episode 3 dropped uh, yesterday. Um, from a certain point of skew, at F-A-C-P-A-P-O-D, the Jar Jar Thinks Pod at Jar Jar Thinks. Laura, Michaela, and Jess. Hey, Michaela. Uh, Vader's thoughts at Vader thanks and the newest member most things Kenobi at MTK underscore podcast 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, I listened to the most recent episode of Most Things Kenobi, and they discussed the symbolism of the cave in Empire Strikes Back when Luke goes in there, the dark side cave and mm-hmm. all the things in there. And I li- it was about a half an hour episode, and I, I never felt so stupid. Because <laughs> we just, I was like, our podcast, we literally like, talk about some of the dumbest shit oh yeah we could possibly and half the time every explanation winds up with both of us going like i don't know maybe. i don't get it yeah <laughs> and they're sitting there talking about like Jungian archetypes on the, <laughs> <laughs> on the symbolism in the cave and like i we're you know eh, you know it's a different type of podcast yeah well maybe one day what we can have deep conversation we do every once in a while. I figured out why I like Lego so much. Yeah. Because I'm overstimulated. And it's something that's like when I'm building them, it's low stimulation so my mind can finally function. Yes. Like I'm just, you know, I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. I, I decided today the phone has got to go away. Yeah. Like it's, I'm putting it, I think I'm going to try to limit myself to an hour a day of phone time. Yeah. And just see what happens to my brain. Yeah. Because there have been times where I get so like scatterbrained that I am in physical pain. <laughs> physical pain and i notice like i'll like do something at work and then i'll get up and i'll walk around the house a few times before i can do anything else weren't you meditating for a while whatever happened to that hey maybe i should start again i've been thinking of starting but yeah i did it like a you know i did it about a month i don't know like ahsoka that's when i got ahsoka and yeah, then she started right. like bother me and she'd come in and like headbutts me while i'm trying to Get my cheese. Yeah, and so yeah. then I'll shut the door and she'll like sit outside and she'll like bang on the door and stuff. She's a fucking crazy girl. She's sleeping. All right. Um, I guess we got the time warp, right? Let's do that. Shut up. I didn't even want to hear that tonight. Okay, so it's still the damn Twilight shit. I realized that we didn't um Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the movie was the same for the last what, three weeks? Yeah, it's still breaking okay. down part two. Okay. We do have a new number one song, finally. <laughs> Maroon 5 has been dethroned. Um, I, I'm not a fan of this song, but it's not fucking Maroon 5. So this is like her fifth fucking appearance on the Time Warp. Just it, She's just dominating the Time Warp. I think if we counted them up, she'd have the most songs on the Time Warp so far. Katy Perry? No. Rihanna? Yep. Okay. Uh, you're never going to guess the song. Okay. So it's just Diamonds? Shine? Oh, yeah, shine. Yeah, yeah. Written by... Ooh, it's written by somebody? Yeah. Um, ooh. Prince. No. no, no, no. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. No. Uh, More modern. That Owl, that owl City guy. No. <laughs> is, that, is it a Minnesota connection? Uh, no. Oh, so it's not the guy from Semi-Sonic no. who writes all of Adele's songs. <laughs> no. You know who wrote that? I did not know that. Uh, Dan, what's his fucking face from Semi-Sonic? Yeah. Uh, he wrote Someone Like about. You. He yeah, wrote yeah. Someone Like You. Um. He also wrote some Dixie Chick songs. Um, I don't know who. The clue, uh, Bree and I, our first date was going to see oh, this see person. Ya. There it is. See? I remember that. But if you listen to the song, it sounds like her. Are you mad at me about the football thing, throwing the football? No, not at all. I thought you got mad for a second. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm never mad at you. I think he got mad at me, folks. That's no. Clonecast first. If there's it one... only took 98 episodes for him to get mad at me. If I would get mad at you for anything, it would not be it would not be me throwing a football and you criticizing me about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a toxic male, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I, I'm looking at the time and I'm like, dude, we're still under 40 minutes. 
Should we get into the episode? Yeah, this is going to be a record. All right, uh, let's do it, I guess. Do it. Okay, so, Secret Weapons, Season 5, Episode 10. We didn't get an air date in the time warp. We were just blazing through shit today. Yeah, December 1st, 2012. All right, so it's inching ahead. We're not going to get that perfect lineup that we were hoping for, remember? We were hoping for the exact date. We got close, but we never got one. It's never going to happen. I don't know why I'm bringing that up now. We've been trailing behind for a bit now. Anyways, I guess I'm just trying to kill time before we talk about this fucking episode. (laughs) Oh. It was a doozy. You ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So, uh, brand new arc here. Uh, We are done with the Younglings. Younglings bop has officially ended. And a lot um, of places we could have gone from the last arc. Yes. A lot of places we could go. But where we are going is deep into separatist space because... The Republic has intercepted a encoded message from General Grievous, um, and they are concerned that a massive attack is being planned, and they want to decode the message. So to decode the message, they're going to have to go get this decoding chip, which is deep within Separatist space. And they've chosen an elite team of droids (laughs) to go in and retrieve this chip from the ship that it is stored on. So we start off in the Jedi Temple like meeting war room thing. Um, we got Mace Windu giving droids info on their mission. We got Anakin, and for the first time ever, Anakin is on screen for a couple minutes and doesn't say a fucking thing. No, it's crazy. Just stands there. We also got Tara Sinube in the background, really living it up. Uh, we got Ayla Sakura, and they get a shot of her midriff for a good 30 seconds. <laughs> Like, and it is looking good. It is prominent. Yes. They're really trying to get you horned up here. That Jedi knows how to do a sit-up, apparently. Oh, she's been doing the sit-ups, and she eats clean, baby. She, she has eats a clean. strong core. That Ayla Sakurla. Did we talk about it, how she came to be, like, in the Star Wars universe? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen <laughs> her for a while. It's, been an, it's one of those stories. Apparently, she was in a comic before they added her to... The actual movies. Okay. She was in a comic that, and somebody just illustrated her, and George saw it. George Lucas saw uh-huh. it and was like, put her in the movie. Really? He was like, she she needs to be in the movie. And was like insistent that she get added to the movie. Could have given her a bigger role then. He has like a weird thing with Twi'leks. This must, he must have like Twi'lek like, um, like porn or something. <laughs> In the darkest dungeons of Lucasfilm Ranch, it's just like Twi'lek porn. Oh, I wonder if he had anything to do with uh, Book of Boba Fett, because there were some good-looking Twi'leks in there. Oh, there's some hutties. <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting stuff. But yeah, I mean, um, Ayla, I don't know. Maybe we'll get some more Ayla. I, I've kind of overlooked her on the girlfriend front. Oh, yeah. Oh, and she well, is. She, t- she talked a lot that one episode, but other than that. Yeah, and I like think that was nothing. before like the girlfriends was really a thing. Okay. That was old Rolly Boy arc. Yeah. Remember the Rolly Boy? I remember Rolly Boy. Ah, these separatists. <laughs> ah, don't like it that you're here, but we're not going to stop you. That's that's one of my worst impressions. I love that fucking yeah, guy. Yeah. 
He's probably just limping around right I want now. More from that tribe. Bring them back. <laughs> I mean, they're in two episodes, but we are still talking about them like every fifth episode. <laughs> they made an impression. They get brought up all the time. <laughs> they're probably all dead. Let's be honest. Like something came by. It was just like, we're going to kill all of you and you're not going to do anything about it. Ah, you can kill us. That but episode, our spirit will live on. That episode was jam packed with weird accents because you had Ayla yeah. doing like French. Yeah. You had that, the Scottish Rolly Boys. And then yeah. I think that's the same episode with George Takei doing yeah. like one of the most offensive Japanese yes. accents. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But the funny thing was like those those lemurs, they were like lemurs that had sex with Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they were they had the sonic spin, but they look kinda like lemurs. Yeah. Interesting critters. What are we talking about? Um so yeah, they're going out on this mission. Oh, you're um, missing one other Jedi in the war room. Oh, the the ghost of Coleman Trabor. Yeah. And we both I were thought it like, was his force ghost. We at both first. were like, Who the hell is that guy? <laughs> we were looking up other Troman Kabor species. Yeah. But it's not, right? No. It's what is not. it? His name is Thong Lagur. Thong Lagur. T-H-O-N-G-L-A-J-U-R. Well, you should have told me that thong earlier. I would have had the thong song by Cisco prepared. <laughs> you will hear that now. So right now as we talk, the thong song is playing underneath. Because we'll fade it down a little bit. That song. It's a great song. Did you know he lives in Maple Grove? I think you told me about that. Cisco yeah. lives in Maple a Grove. A man with hair as silver as a half <laughs> <Yeah>. dollar. <laughs> like, why Maple Grove? I have no idea. <laughs> That's all. He couldn't afford Shanhassen. <laughs> well, I'm just, I don't think he's from Minnesota, so I don't know why he would choose a random Minneapolis suburb to live in. Yeah. Thonglager's species is an anks. An anks. It looks like an extreme Coleman Trabor. Yeah. Like, it's like Coleman Trabor. Like, I thought it was just like a Coleman Trabor force ghost or something, just animated oddly. I thought it was like, it's like uh, Thonglager is like the Charizard to... Truman Gabor's uh, yes, he's Charmander. Evolved. He's like an ascended. Yeah. Yeah, he's evolved or ascended. He's like the next level of that species. And, you know, we got low energy battle droid in this episode, too. Yeah. And I have begun to refer to the new model as the ascended low energy yeah. battle droid. Okay. That's what we're going to be calling that him from now on. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we got that guy in there. Terra Sanube is in there. Alos Kura looking hot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're, Mace is giving the droids a lowdown on their mission. Basically, they're going to. They're going to go in this separatist ship. They're going to go in behind enemy lines. They're going to sneak into this ship. It's basically going to be played up that they're like uh, a missing separatist ship and they're going to get taken in the ship and they're just going to infiltrate it that way. Um, they show like the mission on the hollow and we see R2 on the hollow, not actual R2, just like the demo of R2 of what he's going to do. And you see R2's hollow just like shooting in the air with his rockets. I fucking loved it. Even when he's like not even, it's not even actually R two. It's just his fucking like a hollow depiction of him being awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. Um, and so he's like the five of you, and it's like, well, I only see four. There's four astromechs there. We got R two, we got BZ, we got QT, and we got C four, also known as Flat Top. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we go any further in this episode, there are three characters, and I'm going to name them right now. They don't necessarily appear in the scene, but there is Dr. Goobacher. Uh, he's a gas bag. He's one of those gas bags that we got. Gas back. bag squid. <laughs> yeah, he's a gas bag squid. Um, so I will try to refer to him as Dr. Goobacher when we mention him, but if I call him Dr. Gas Bag, sorry. 
Um, there is also, well, well I'll, I'll mention these two in a second. So Mace Windu's like, uh, there's uh, the five of you are going to do this and that, and then you count four, and then all of a sudden, where's the fifth? And all of a sudden, like, this droid, a pit droid, enters, and he's just this, like, annoying little shithead. <laughs> yeah. His name is WAC47, W-A-C-47, um, and I am just going to be referring to him as annoying pit droid. He is right from the get-go like the most annoying character we've come across so yes. far. This is like if you took the most annoying B1 droids and just rolled them into one yeah. and gave them a prominent role in an episode. Yeah. I I do not like this guy. No. He sucks. Not at all. Yeah, so I... His first impression, if if it were reality, Mace Windu would have cut him into pieces. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, he comes in, he's like, oh, Mace is like, take get, get in line, soldier. You know, it's like, okay. Okay, buddy. And then he stands in line and he's like moving all over the place. He like kicks himself in the head. Yeah, he's like, I hear we're taking on some separatist droids. And he accidentally kicks himself in the head. It's real weird. Really weird. So he's the fifth member of this team. Um, and while he's doing this, though, when they line him up, that's when you get the nice shot of Ayla Skur's midriff. <laughs> yeah. And it just hangs it's, on. Yeah. It. <laughs> and it just it's like 30 seconds. And it's just like you as soon as you spot it, you can't look away to anything else. Yeah. going. Because it is just like the horniest shit. It draws the eye. Yeah, it's a horny, horny moment. She's got the cut stomach, but she's got the wide hips, Ooh. so it just outlines yeah. kind of. Yeah, she's got that. She's got the badunkadunk, you know, like the. <laughs> she's got that going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, the annoying pitroid shows up. I wrote Ayla Sakura thirst trap. Okay, here we go. Um. And then, after a little bit more from Mace, he's like, "All right, we're gonna introduce you." To the leader of this mission. This is your commanding officer for this mission. And uh, we're going to play a clip from this, but his name is Colonel Mibar Gascon. Um, now, I will try to call him the Colonel or Gascon or something, but I might just refer to him as dumbass frog dude. <laughs> he reminded me of Plankton from SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. So I looked him up. He's a Zilkin. Yeah. Is the brief. Is the uh, is the species, and he stands a uh, a tout, one feet and one inch. <laughs> but when he they open the door dramatically, and you're like, oh fuck, who's this going to be? And then they just you see this like little figure just walk in, <laughs> and he's going to give a speech. So that's going to be our first clip of the episode. Now, let me turn you over to your mission leader. The colonel is one of our top minds at strategic command. He's been with the Republic since the Battle of Geonosis. Colonel Mieber Gascon. Right in this moment, you're like, okay, it's one of these episodes. <laughs> Thank you, Master Windu. I'll take it from here. May the Force be with you. Attention! Now, I'm only going to say this once. So turn up your audio inputs. Once we're inside the cruiser, we make our way to Sea Deck. That's where their communication center is housed. We bypass security here and here, divert the super battle droids here, then we break the vault code, beat the swarm mine, steal the encryption module, and return home in time for my promotion ceremony to Brigadier General. Are we clear? Uh, uh, 
That's the annoying Whack 27. No questions. D-Squad, fall in line! So he says this D-Squad, fall in line, D-Squad, roll out, D-Squad this, D-Squad that. He does it a shit ton. I'm assuming the D stands for droid. Yeah. So It is a... It's a concept that I think could have been interesting. It's fucking Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. It's like annoying General Patton Jiminy Cricket. Like having a general or a very prominent like military leader that's a foot and a half tall. Like, I could see that being interesting, but it just isn't executed <laughs> yeah. at all the right way. And he's the kind of like military leader that gets like the baked mine and then just starts making up conspiracy theories like yeah. after he's retired. He's basically I bet you he turns into like General Flynn. Yeah. Like just this fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Cacklin <laughs> is a big uh Q guy. Yeah, he's a big Q guy. Where we go one, we go all He also has uh he has Jay Leno's face. <laughs> Did you notice that? His yeah. chin is like Jay Leno's jaw. Yeah, he's got the Leno jaw. He actually has like an interesting little indent nose, and then he's got two eyeballs that yeah, protrude that high up. Stocks. And if you watch him there, when they zoom in on his face, he's got some googly eyes going on. Yeah. Like they're all over the place. Like I swear to God, this guy's on some sort of like fucking PCP. amphetamines. <laughs> yeah, he's like fucked up. This dude is fucked up, man. Like he is, he's high as fuck. And it's the only way to explain. Like I can understand droids going in, no questions asked, like behind enemy lines and doing this mission. Um, but. This guy, I mean, he's not a droid, so he's got, like, a full range of emotions, one would assume. He is not scared at all. No. Like, he's just like, let's go fucking do it. This guy is hopped up on something. Like, I'm telling you, this guy has a fucking substance abuse problem. He's hopped up on goofballs. Yeah. He's, uh, he's spoken a lot of death sticks. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, after that scene, the droids head to a lab where we meet Dr. Goobacher. Now, Dr. Goobacher is a big gas bag. And the last time we had a gas bag, it was one of the bounty hunters from The Box. The Box. The Box, and then the Racco, the Rico Hardy's um, arc. Um, we had a gas bag in that episode. And the last we saw, I think Anakin, like, cut. <laughs> yeah. He cut, like, his rocket booster or something, and the guy just, like, gas bagged away. <laughs> Out of control. Might be dead. I don't know. But this one. He's got, like, a German accent. There's something about these weird scientists. We had him in the Blue Shadow virus. Yeah. Uh, this is just the Republic version of that Separatist guy. Like, he's just got this German, and he's like this crazy mad scientist type. Um, I find it interesting that the Republic's employing this guy, because he's just, he. you can tell, like, I think he's got some problematic ideas going on in his head. Nothing too crazy here, but you can just tell he's like one of those mad scientists who, like, would want to, like, try to you know, remove your small intestine and, like, apply it to, like, your ears and see if you can eat through your ears or some shit he like that. He sounds eerily similar to Dr. Vindy. Yeah, he does. But it's not Michael York. No, Michael no, no, York no, no. played... How the fuck did they get Michael York? <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> I remember, like, in the early episodes, I was like, you're telling me they couldn't get Jimmy fucking Smits for Bail Organa? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, well, he's probably a little bit out of their price. And I was like, all right, fair enough. But then they got Michael fucking York to play this fucking throwaway mad scientist. Yeah. You could have just hired this guy. It's the same fucking voice. <laughs> you want know to I be, mean? you probably pay this guy one tenth of what you pay Michael York. It is like, just when you think this episode isn't going to get any crazier, it throws one of these gas bags at you. Yeah. So we got gas bag guy. And basically what he's doing is, um, He's going to be given some upgrades 
to the droids going on this mission. Some technical upgrades that are going to help him complete this mission. Everybody except annoying Pitroid. Um, everybody except WAC-47. Um, so WAC-47... Uh, <laughs> as he's explaining these advancements, yeah. I wrote down, Dr. Goober... Dr. Gubacher is going to come explaining these advancements. Yeah, he's really horny he's talking about ear, it. He's getting so excited. Yeah, and like, he's like breathing heavily. Excited each one he goes through. It's fucking weird. It's real weird. Yeah. But uh, Pitroid gets sent to the ship. Pitroid's the pilot, we find out. So he's not actually getting any upgrades. It's just the Astromex. So uh, Garcon, Gascon, whatever the fucking stupid frog. Gascon? Yeah, Frogger. He sends him back to the ship uh, while these upgrades are done. So, um, Dr. Gasbag, I got a clip here. It's about a minute and a half long. It's just him, like, first he introduces R2, and this is what we're going to do for your R2. And it's just him going through the various upgrades that he's going to be doing. This is where it sounds like he's going to, like, orgasm yeah. by the end. Yeah, so uh, listen to the softcore porn. R2-D2, these advanced rocket boosters should give you better aerial mobility. And for longer periods of time... Oh, but be advised, the navigation controls are finely tuned. Cutie Katie, this coil is a remote-controlled magnet. It can attract any metal object in a seven-meter radius. Cutie is R2 only pink. Apart from dealing with mines, you'll want to take care. The magnetic force is extremely powerful. U9C4, this laser cutter will... Slice through most materials you encounter, but make sure you're in a locked position. The recoil packs quite a wallop. <laughs> Check off gun. No, 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 no. Sounds M5BC, we are not putting anything inside you. We're taking something out. Your memory banks. I'll be making the extraction myself in the salvage room. So, I'm sorry, but we need to make room for the Colonel's command center. No need to baby him. He's just a droid. Fortunately, he won't remember any of this. <laughs> fucking hired this guy i know <laughs> i know like this i'm telling you this is a guy that do some crazy like unethical experiments and he's working for the republic yeah exactly this is, this is like the human centipede guy like <laughs> that's the kind of shit this dude wants to do um so cool thing about uh bz the last one there they're gonna build like a little command center in his dome <laughs> for fucking frogger <laughs> And he's a pyramid head astromech. And I remarked on the pyramid astromech that was uh, one of my dark horses, I believe. No, it was an all-star, I believe, in the Honor and Arc. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so we got a pyramid head yep. astromech. Uh, QT looks like just like R2 with, like, pink. Yeah. It's like a Valentine's well, Day-themed R2. They, she, QT does have some different patterning. There is an R2 unit that I just looked it up. Uh, R2KT. Okay. That one is legitimately just R2 with blue instead of pink. Okay. And that's the one. I don't know if you ever heard the story, but it was the that group that like does cosplay. I think it's the 501st Legion. Uh, the ones that they brought in for Mando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Uh, the guy that like founded that, his daughter had like terminal brain cancer. 
and like a bunch of the people like a bunch of his friends got together and like built this pink r2 as like a tribute to her and like used it for like fundraising and stuff and i think filoni or jj abrams or someone like saw it and like ended up putting it in one of the movies oh that's cool which one but okay i mean at glance i'll say at first glance so it looks like a pink r2 yes it does um and then finally um c4 um is uh is he's a he's an astromech with like a flathead reminds us of um the one that blows up in a new hope oh yeah or chopper yeah Yeah. very chopper like um but he doesn't have the chopper he's got the standard like r2 wheels um but then so it's those four and then you know we got fucking frogger and the whack 47 (laughs) um so whack 47 got sent back to get uh everything prepared for takeoff at the they have a separatist shuttle they're going to be taken off in. And so uh, WAC-47 is sitting in the cockpit, and he's greeted by BZ. Or is it? Uh-huh. What do you want, BZ? It's me, you moron. <laughs> what are you doing in there, Corporal? How many times do I have to tell you? It's Colonel. <laughs> nice setup. I want to know why I did not get an upgrade. Because you are just a pilot. Now do your job and pilot this ship. Just a pilot. We will see about that. All right, Cyclops, listen up. I want you to alert me when we near the Dreadnought. I have a plan on how to attract their attention. Relax. I already took care of it. (laughs) What do you mean? What did you do? <laughs> I put us on a collision course with the Dreadnought. Okay, so I cut something in half there, like the taking off and stuff. I, I spliced two into one. Let's, let's listen to that start again. <laughs> uh, what do you want, Easy? It's me, you moron. <laughs> it's me, you moron. What's he calling him a moron for? Why would he? Why would he think that that's you? You look like a fucking. You're living. BZ, your... BZ comes in and speaks BZ. Yes. He's like, oh, hi, BZ. And he's like, <laughs> you moron. Yeah. All right. Now, the thing with this fucking Frogger guy, like, he has a little control center in BZ's dome. <laughs> like, that's what they took out some of BZ's memory banks to build him, like, a fucking. Like, it's, it's like his own little personal ship. Yeah. And he's got like he's got like wheels and he's got a steering wheel and shit in there. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it is, but I think when he talks on the exterior, it beeps like BZ. Well, that's what is I'm, that? What's I'm trying to figure it out. That's what I'm unclear on. Like, I'm assuming BZ is still like there, conscious in like talking. Just doesn't have the memory storage. Yeah, it's just like he's taken over a little bit and can control some of his movements and yeah. stuff. I don't but think he's like I, completely blank in the. But and Plankton's controlling everything. But there's a clip coming up soon where they're surrounded by droids and he's like talking to everybody. And it's just like, yeah. But then at the same time, if it does beep like BZ, we've seen B1 battle droids have conversations with Astromex. Yeah. yeah. Like just last episode, R2 pulls up and was talking shit to one of them. Sharing the pants off those B1s. Yeah. So I I don't know. But (laughs) why would WAC-47 have any idea that that was you? (laughs) Yeah. BZ comes in and beeps like BZ. He made him leave the room when yes. they explained that plot point. Uh, 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 what do you want, BZ? It's me, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't laugh at that until now. 
<laughs> me either. <laughs> I didn't even notice how funny that is. I know. <laughs> you moron. <laughs> Just isolated, not watching it. That's what made it funny. Oh, God. God. But yeah, this guy, okay, so he's stationed in BZ's dome. And he has this ridiculous habit of constantly, like, opening the top of the dome and just yelling at the droids and then, like, going back in. Yeah. Like, completely unnecessary. It's like Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. He... So anyways, they, uh, I cu- like I said, I cut the clip in half there. There's a takeoff scene and stuff. But they take off, they go into hyperspace, and then BZ, uh, WAC-47's like, yeah, I just put us on a collision course with a ship. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so ultimately, though, they get sucked in by a tractor beam. So they're heading straight for the ship. It just grabs them by the tractor beam. This, this episode is ugh, it's exhausting because it's like it's giving you two characters that are super annoying. Yes. Like typically you'll get one and then you bounce that. But one it, the off whole of... episode is like 90% of it is there back and forth. Yes. Yeah. Like they just. Okay. So there's like a thing so far. I don't know if a clip has shown it. No, a clip has not shown us it. Uh, WAC 47, the annoying pitroid can't get Colonel right. He keeps calling him like corporal or captain or commander. And it's a real point of contention for fucking Frogger. He's just like, no, it's Colonel. It's Colonel. You yeah. know, and they, that's like a thing that they just beat to death in this episode. Um, So um, they're getting taken in by a tractor beam once they arrive to the separatist. Um, I don't know. There's a shit ton of separatist ships. Did yeah. they even sail like a system they're in? I can't remember. No, it's just that it's like deep a... in separatist space. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they get brought in by a tractor beam. They're brought into a hangar and they get boarded by a shit ton of battle droids who are just checking it out. Like, well, there's no signs of life here except for these droids. Um, they really look down on other droids, and it's like, these droids are way more unique than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all the same fucking model. You all look exactly the same. You don't have any kind of, like, unique personalities as far as we know. You've kind of proved that you've, you're barely effective when yes. it comes to warfare. Yeah, and, like, they look down on astromechs. It's like, all these astromechs fucking rule. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you, I, you should wish you were as cool as these astromechs, man. You might want to go to astromech college. And learn how to be a fucking cool droid. Um, yeah, so they take the droids and like, oh, we're going to go interrogate them. So they send them with a couple of uh, couple of escorts uh, to be interrogated. Um, and so as they're going down the hallway in the separatist ship, fucking Frogger in BZ is just like, all right, everybody, stay calm. And so that's why I'm like, Did, is who's he talking to? So yeah, he's either beeping his BZ and he's beeping to the other astromechs. Or he's just talking and they probably would have been like, why the fuck is there a human voice coming from this astromech? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And the thing is like whispering at BZ and then BZ just said it to everyone else. Like some sort of like airdrop like message or something. I guess. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Um, But yeah, so he's just he goes, everyone just stay calm and immediately. <laughs> all right, so they're all in a line. So we got four astromechs and we got a fucking pitroid all in a line. And there's one B1 leading him in the front and there's a B1 in the back. R2 is in the back. And so he goes, everyone just stay calm in BZ. And R2 immediately just turns around and electrocutes <laughs> the shit out of the B1 droid. Just smokes this B1 droid. It's fucking hilarious. Like completely, oh you did not see it coming at all. R2 is like, yeah, I'll stay calm. And he just turns around and just shocks him. Fucking great. Um, and then like some chaos ensues. And then QTE showing us something also shocks the other droid. Yeah. 
And then the annoying pitcher, he does like a bonsai drop on its head. I wrote down, I was like, did he just teabag that B1 yes. droid? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you remember Yokozuna the wrestler? Yeah, yeah, yeah Like his yeah, yeah. finishing moves, he dragged the guy's like lifeless body over to the turnbuckle area. And then he just jump off the middle rope like with his fat ass right That's on exactly their face. Exactly what he did. That's a, yeah, it's the bonsai drop. But for a second, because I think this, <laughs> it's like a tea bag. This yeah, is around the time where were people doing that in Call of Duty? Yes, like, I think this is like peak tea bagging era because this is like probably when like Modern Warfare Two came out. That's what was making me wonder. Like, did they put that in as <laughs> yeah. like a nod to Call of it's Duty? It's basically it was basically a bonsai drop slash tea bag. <laughs> yes. Very interesting stuff. Um, so yeah, uh, those droids are taken out and they're, they're free to roam on their own. Um, the Colonel lays out a path for them. He brings up a little hollow, um, and the pit droid is going to be leading the way. Uh, WAC 47 is going to be leading the way under the guise of maintenance. Like we're taking these droids in for maintenance. I'm the pit droid. I'm doing maintenance on them. Uh, I don't know what they did with the corpses or the remnants of the yeah. two battle droids. I don't know if they cleaned that up. Maybe threw them in the vents or something. The pit droid like drags one, but it doesn't really show what. Yeah, they I don't do know. With they it. must have cleaned up the mess though. You don't want just two of these droids, you know, just laying around in the hallway. Um, so they continue down on the path, and we get to an area where they need to cut the main line and cause a temporary loss in power as part of the plan, and that's going to be a job for flat top. AKA C4 or C4 AKA flat top. Um, so he goes and the thing they installed on him is like, I don't know, like a little electricity device. I can't remember exactly what they called it, but it was it's when a, he was like, you got to lock a, yourself when you use it. You got to like lock your wheels so you don't go flying when you use it because it packs a punch. It's like a laser cutter thing. Yeah. So he goes over to the wall where he needs to do this and he just like shoots it with this thing <laughs> and he just scorches the shit out of this wall. But he forgot to lock his wheels like he was told to, so he just gets like shot backwards. <laughs> he just goes flying. One thing that I find just endlessly entertaining is whenever an R2 unit or an R2 droid like overloads or something. No, its legs move in a way that you don't normally see. And like when he shoots back, his legs like shoot forward. <laughs> It's really funny. And, and later on, R2 does some stuff, too, where his like, legs go, like, crazy. Yeah. But, like, he torches this wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a green beam of electricity that he shoots out of his belly. Yeah. And he fucking just nukes this wall. Like, it would be... I mean, this is... You're probably going to have to total the ship at this point. The insurance <laughs> is not going to cover this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how he causes a temporary loss of power here. What would have happened if he had it locked? Like, they would have gone through the side of the thing. Yeah, I have no idea. It's hilarious, though. But, yeah, super powerful. Completely shoots him backwards. Um, but he got the job done. Um, so <laughs> it's overload, scorches the wall. Um, and it's at this point that we're going to go to the bridge of the Separatist ship. And we have some droids there, and they're being commanded by a low-energy battle droid that I've begun to refer to as the Ascended low energy battle droid so this is like the new upgraded version not as cool as the originals no the originals are far far better guys. yeah hope i'm you know i'm sure we'll see one we saw one last week yeah we did uh you know he did a really good job holding up the hollow for grievous minor role yeah minor role um i don't know if we're gonna get another major player but if if they are done as major players they served their purpose and they were fucking 
They were absolutely a delicious rotisserie chicken <laughs> for the clone cast. Um, but our next clip is going to be the Ascended LEBD, and um, we'll also have some fallout from the droid team. So, here we go. Sir, there was a temporary power loss on C-Deck. Has the power been reestablished? You suck! Yes, it was only a temporary fluctuation. Hmm. Curious. <laughs> All right, listen up. Cutting the power put the Commvault security system in manual override. But someone still has to distract some super battle Oh, please, 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 let me do it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, let me do it, please. Come on, come on. All right. You will not regret this, Corporal. I am not. Uh... <laughs> He's gonna go talk to these two guards here. I have been ordered by General Grievous to test Commvault security, and I need your help. Now, follow me. They just now, follow him, no questions asked. Inside the Commvault and send out a power surge. I need you two to stay here. will not be safe for you while I am working. Are we clear? Yes. Good. That is what I like. No questions. Okay, so these two super bell droids that were guarding this room just go along with it, and he just leaves them in a closet, basically. <laughs> it's the most personality we've ever seen out of the B2 droids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all okay. <laughs> um, so... Uh, the job of getting into the comm room security door, getting through this door that's now set to manual to hack in, it's actually BZ's job. Um, so BZ is also the house of Frogger. That's where his control room is in BZ's skull. So BZ goes and plugs in, trying to open the comm room security door. And just like, I don't know, maybe don't take out the memory banks of... <laughs> it doesn't look like he knows what he's doing, and he just fries himself. <laughs> he's like a three-year-old sticking a fork into an outlet. <laughs> That's really what it's it exactly is. exactly what it is. But yeah, he fries himself and gets shot backwards, completely disabled. Frogger jumps out of the fucking head and immediately like yells at him, like standing on his disabled chest, and is just like, you idiot, <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Um, Frogger just loses his shit. Um, so... That like that part of the mission has not been accomplished. Like, how the fuck are we going to get in the? Get, we'll figure it out. But uh, our next clip is going to be the colonel immediately after BZ has fried himself, um, and the colonel is going to give a dumbass speech. Um, and just long story short, R two D two once again just saves the day. Saves the day. Look, we can still salvage this mission if one of you could just. You need to re-access that panel and. We have to open that comm vault door fast and grab the encryption module before we're caught red-handed. No, I will not do it myself. I'm an officer. I've got no experience in this type of uh, crisis maneuver. You fought in the Battle of Genosis. That did not prepare you for a crisis? Well, uh, technically, I didn't <clears throat> fight in that battle. I'm a, a military analyst by trade, and... You are a map reader? I am an accomplished battlefield strategist. I analyze the enemy terrain and plot a course to victory. In other words, you read maps. 
You're off base here, Cyclops. I was chosen for my fearsome cunning, although my size may have played a small factor. But do not think for a moment that Colonel Meeber Gascon is going to relinquish command of this mission. I have waited a lifetime for this opportunity, and some ragtag collection of droids is not going to deny me my destiny. So one way or another, I will open that combo door! And voila, just as he says that. Oh, there. Just like I planned. R2 had been working on the door this whole time as he sat there and talked about whatever. This is the point of the episode where I, the eyes were starting to roll in the back of my head. <laughs> Like, I was not enthralled with this at all. No. <laughs> it was still possible at some... It could have taken a turn, but no. Yeah. This speech, I was like, enough. It is past the point of re no return. Yeah. Um. So, um. after R2 opens the door, we get some more dumbass arguments between Wack and Colonel. I don't remember what they're about. I just wrote down classic managerial horse shit. Yeah. Um, and, like... The, during the argument, the colonel basically challenges him to a fight. <laughs> yeah. But they put it behind him to just kind of go forward with the mission because he's like, well, we could fight it out right now or we could just push forward with my plan and not get captured or something. It is tremendously stupid. Yeah. Um. So eventually Wax like, all right, fine. We'll go along with your plan, but you need to respect us and call us by our real names. I'm not Cyclops. I'm Wack. Um, you know, you got to call us by the real names. It's not flat top this, you know, so it's just like, hey, we'll go along with your plan, but you got to show some respect to us because we're the ones doing this mission. Um, it's at that point that we get word on the bridge that there was another power surge. So Ascended LEBD is going to investigate the latest, latest power surge themselves. Um, so, um, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really... I know. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, so, we get to... Um, we get down to the uh, control room, or whatever the fuck we're calling it here. They're going to get the chip. Um, QT, um, when they open the door, there's all these, like, swarm mines circling, like, protecting this chip. Um, and QT jumps into action. They, If you remember earlier, they installed, like, a, a magnet, and the gas bag got super horny about this magnet. <laughs> you know, suck things in, you know, like... He probably has some, like, horny device that he uses, like, get off with magnets. But he was really pumped about this magnet. So what QT does is, like, shoots the magnet out, and it just attracts all the mines and just sucks them all in. And then QT just deposits them into their dome. Yeah. Just, like, carrying around all these bombs in their head. Um, it's at this point that we see droids marching past the fried BZ heading to where the power surge was. <laughs> like, BZ just... Flat on the ground, <laughs> just stiff, and they don't pay any attention to BZ. Just flat on the ground, this like dome ripped open. They come close to just stepping <clears throat> over BZ. Yeah, it's really grim. <laughs> um, but it's at this point that uh, Ascended LEBD arrives in the room with droids, um, and they all get you know held. You know they all hold up blasters to them. Like, all right, stop it right there. And R two <laughs> gets this idea to just kill the gravity in the area, so he but just. Before that, when the droids walk in, that's the other part where they're like, stop right now. And R2 holds his arms up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So R2 does have his arms up, but he has like a little suction cup that he like hits the gravity button with. 
in the room yeah. and just turns off the gravity. Um, and <laughs> as soon as the gravity gets turned off, everybody starts floating in the room. And R2 just immediately goes into jetpack mode yeah. and just like flies away and navigates. But it's really funny. He doesn't just fly away. He flies away and like spins. Yes. He's doing He does it. like fancy he's fly. Like showing off. He's showing off the new upgraded boosters. Um, so it and we get like this isn't the first time we've had, um, you know, <laughs> a lack of gravity during a fight scene. We've had firefights with no gravity before. Uh, one that sticks out is Plo Koon versus some B1s in that really grim, like, malevolence arc. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, they had been going around, like, the remnants of the escape pods and just, like, cutting them open and, like, vaulting them into space. Um, now, the thing is, no, when there's no gravity, action scenes are really slow and prodding. And... This one is uh, no different. Um, so, well, there's a little bit of action. There's on. some funny moments here. Um, so, yeah, the, the gravity's turned off, and um, R2 jets off, like we said. We see C4 just absolutely fry some droids. <laughs> <laughs> or was it C4? Yeah, it was C4. Yeah. It was flat top. C4 just uses the, uh, the, the laser beam. The laser beam that he got installed into his chest just nukes like five droids <laughs> and just and so like he cuts them in half and they're just like parts of them just floating in this room. <laughs> um but uh the ascended LEBD as R2 is like going towards the top where the chip is just like grabs R2 and R2's trying to get away and it's at this point that uh annoying Frogger decides to do something and just like jumps directly on the face of ascended LEBD is like covering up his eyes and shit um and he needs assistance though he's like a little fucking one foot tall thing <laughs> taking on this <laughs> droid and so like all of a sudden we see whack 47 like doggy paddling just like doggy paddling and the <laughs> it comes by it's like oh I'll help it's, it is the strangest episode I think we've come across to date it's weird man it's um, so weird. Yeah, but he, he comes doggy paddling by, and then he's like, oh, I'll assist. Um, R2 gets the chip, but like right as he's grabbing it, uh, the ascended low-energy battle droid grabs him again. Um, and at this point, uh, Frogger's just like, hey, Whack, shut off the gravity. Shut off the gravity. Hurry. And so, sure enough, um, Whack is able to shut off the gravity. Everything crashes to the ground. But R2 is stuck to the ceiling with, like, his suction cup. <laughs> I don't know why he just doesn't use the rockets. Yeah, I don't know. But he's stuck to the ceiling of the rockets, so everything but R2 falls down. And Ascended Low Energy Battle Droid managed to grab on to Frogger and is, like, squeezing the life out of him. And I had a sick sensation of happiness while this was going on. <laughs> I was like, get him. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I was just like, I don't give a fuck. I know. <laughs> it, it made me feel like, oh, Tom, you're, you got to let this one go, buddy. Oh, it's getting to you. <laughs> yeah, it was getting to me. Um, but eventually, R2 just like, before he's able to crush him, R2 releases his suction cup and just lands right on his head, like a 20-foot drop right on his head. Um, But while, like, before he loses his last modicum of power, it pages an intruder alert. Um, so the entire ship is notified that there's intruders in this section. Um, the B squad is like, all right, we got to get out of here. And the B squad is going to bail. So as they're starting to leave, they got the chip. Um, they pass by BZ. And this is going to be our final clip. 
This clip is actually going to bring us right to the end of the episode. I cut in the middle again and just turned two clips into one. So this is going to be our last clip of the episode. What are you doing? We're going to get caught. R2 says we cannot leave BZ behind. R2's right. We can repair him on the shuttle. There's trouble on sea deck. Report there immediately. So all these droids run into him in a hallway here. Get out of the way, you stupid astromax. So the droids run past him. Don't pay any mind to these astromax carrying <laughs> carrying a lifeless droid. Last thing they'd expect to betray them, another droid. The droids really like that line for some reason. D Squad, let's go home. He's doing this thing where he stands on top of Flattop's head like fucking Washington crossing the Delaware. And, and he's holding the ship. So yeah. Alright, they're back on the ship now. I, agree, I cut it in the half. The team's execution was not too shabby. Who knows? You droids might just make decent soldiers after all. <laughs> oh, and uh, you too, Whack. Yes, sir, Colonel. Oh, he got it right. Alright, and that is the I episode. Don't they have a compartment they could put that thing in? Like, he's just carrying it around willy-nilly. Yeah. <laughs> the other note I wrote down is, R2 is a fucking Marine. Yeah. He's like, no man left behind! <laughs> yeah. It was really great how they decided to transport BZ. Really interesting how the battle droids <laughs> didn't be like, hey, what are you... They transport them like they're on the beaches of Peleliu in yeah. World War II. <laughs> <laughs> like, all we need is a gurney. Like, <laughs> But... I, the battle droids don't even pay any attention. They're just like, get out of the way. Yeah. They don't even like think about like, hey, these could be the intruders. So Sometimes uh, it pays apparently, to not be respected. Yeah. Apparently, like infiltrating a separatist ship is like the easiest fucking thing to do. They should have been doing this from the start. <laughs> just send droids in there. Yeah. Send Astromex in there. But that's the end of the episode. Um, do you want to say anything before we get to the IMDb rating? It's uh, Let's just it's get just, to the rating. It's bonkers. Oh, IMDb. Man, I IMDb. Do you want to take a guesstimate as to what IMDb is? 6.5. You nailed it. 6.5. Wow. Ugh. That's uh, a 6 to a 6.5 is the. That's the standard territory for, I think, every episode we have ever just loathed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't even remember. What was the name of the fucking episode? I don't even remember what it is now. What the fuck was the name of the episode? Gungan Jedi, Gen Jedi Gungan. Bombad Jedi. Bombad Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, if you look that up quick, I bet you that's a 6.5. <laughs> let's, let's, this is a fun experiment. We're, we're making good time. This is a fun little experiment that we can do quick. Let's think of some of the worst episodes. So we got a 6.5 on this one. I haven't rated it yet. I'm not even saying it's bad. Yeah. Ooh, maybe it is. What has Bombad Jedi got on IMDb? 6.2. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try to think of two more before we give our ratings. What's another just dog shit episode? Um, God, I'm trying to think of ones that have just horribly offended me. Oh, man, a little help here. I'm drawing a blank right now. There's got to be two more that stick out like a sore thumb. Mercy Mission. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mercy Mission. What do we got on that? I'm going to say Mercy Mission... I'm going to give that a 
6.7 on Mercy Mission. 6.3. All right. Oh, I know. I know. And I think this might be my least favorite one. Senate Spy. Senate Spy. God. Dog shit. Just dog shit, man. Uh, Let me guess here. That's got to be a 6.3. Senate Spy has a 7.1. What? (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. First of all, I don't even think I hated Mercy Mission that much. That's the one that had the song I liked, right? I've seen worse, but it was just bonkers. Yeah, the Alina. It was bonkers, though. Like it was just weird. No, 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 the the. Or no, 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 no. Nomad Droids is the one with the tiny guys where they take off in their ship. I'm go flying backwards. What was the one with the Jogan fruit? That one sucked. (laughs) It doesn't matter. All right, let's give our ratings. So, as you know, IMDb, yeah, like, I can't believe, well, I guess Mercy Mission wasn't that bad. It was cute. It was just bonkers. Yeah, yeah, Like, they go in that underground world. It was just weird. There's the weird, like, yeah. plant fairy lady. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know, dude. Like, R2 and QT, the, the Astromechs have some moments where I'm just like, this is fucking great. Yeah. Like, I love them. If it stressed those guys a little bit more, I could have done this whole episode without Plankton and the annoying pit droid. If it was just Astromex on the mission, yeah, I would have been totally cool with it. With only beeps? That would have been a cool episode. It would have been interesting. Yeah. But no, they had to have fucking Plankton Frogger talking the whole fucking time. I really dislike a Gascon. <laughs> and I really dislike WAC-47. Like, these are two of the most annoying characters we've had yet. Yeah. And it's bonkers to me that we're season five and we're getting this now. Yeah. This has season one written all over it. <laughs> this is like season one with like slightly upgraded it you know, models. It really does. Yeah. Um, God damn. What did I give Bombad Jedi at one? <laughs> I got it. I must have given that one a one. Hold on, I gotta you just sort again. the columns by uh by rating. Yeah, you got <laughs> you gave Bombad Jedi a point five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, I gave Senate Spy a one. <laughs> it looks like. All right, R two hilarious moments. QT also shocking things. Um. C4 just getting shot backwards after scorching the shit out of the wall. I'm giving it... Those were funny moments. I'm giving it a 2.5. 2.5? Wow. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There is some good laughs. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it it is not a good episode. No. It is very bad. Not by any means. Gosh. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> I like the Astromex a lot. So oh, no. I went with 3.5. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I got really oh. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm so so bad it almost made you pass out. I just yeah, I just got really light <laughs> Oh. All right, let's do a light side. Three point five. <laughs> okay, a three point five. Ayla's stomach really bumped it up a couple for me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Let's give it a three. <laughs> Bump me up point five. I'm now I'm changing it to three. That was hot. It was, it was hot. hot. Always look on the light side of life. Da da, da da, da da. All right, light side moment of the episode. Um, 
I'm going with C4 just getting shot backwards <laughs> and just torching that fucking wall. Like, that wall is fucked, man. That power conduit is, like, completely melted. They showed it. It's like a melted huge yes. scar in the thing. <laughs> it's like deformed Harry Potter scar. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's fucked up. So I'm going with that. It was funny. What do you got? Um, I went with uh, us recording when he says, it's me, you <laughs> moron. That's more fun than I had watching the entire thing. Oh, it's good. Let's get it. What do you want, Easy? It's me, you moron. <laughs> what are you doing in there, Corporal? How many uh, times? I didn't I laugh at all when I was watching it, but for some reason, just hearing the audio. I think we just really looked at each other and like, just hearing how ridiculous that is. <laughs> Like, I think you're just kind of so disconnected from the episode. You're just like, this yeah. guy sucks. These two suck. But then when you just hear it and it's just, you can't turn anywhere and it's just in your ear. It's hilarious. Okay. That's a good one. I agree with that. That was a really fun moment. If you only knew the power of the dark side. All right. Dark side moments of the episode. Um, I'm going to go with the feelings that I had. When Frogger was getting the life squeezed out That's of him. That's what I put down! Because <laughs> I was like, I, I I was almost like, I don't think I'd mind if he dies here. <laughs> I wrote down the thought that the low energy battle droid could have squished that dude <laughs> like a grape. Yeah. He was holding him like you would like an action figure and just squeezing, squeezing it. it. But they showed him struggling. They yeah. Sh they showed Plankton like kind and of then pushing like, down <laughs> on his honestly, hand. Honestly, afterwards, I felt bad. <laughs> And I kind of felt bad for, like, wishing Plankton harm. And I was just like, oh, well, he's getting along with him now. And, like, there was, like, a half moment at the end of the episode, like, my second watch through, where I was like, I felt so gross for this, the weird <laughs> sensation I got when he was getting the life squeezed out of him that I was just like, he's not so bad. This episode's like a five, you know? <laughs> like, that passed, though. That passed. But, yeah, I mean... He but was I, getting crunched. I just had the thought of, like, th that guy could very easily just, like, squish him and, like, just throw him against the <laughs> wall. I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, kid show. We've seen some kid show moments before. <laughs> it, 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 you got any gum? <laughs> Crunch. Okay. All right. So, Frogger getting crunched is our dark side moment of the week. All right, thank you, Rex. Where the hell were you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to pass out. But you got to get it on. Mandate. You don't want to pass out, but it's a mandate to get it on. And cheese. Man. All right. Dark Horse Hero of the episode. Um, I'm going to have to go with my boy, BZ. Um... For having to get stuck with that little asshole in his fucking noggin. And then almost getting abandoned by that little asshole. But it's a good thing that he's got some good comrades with him that give a shit about him. But I like Pyramid Head Astromech. That's like my new favorite design of Astromech. I like how at the very top of the head they have like one extra like like orbital thing. Yeah. <laughs> like one eye thing that looks Yeah, it's around. like it's like a it's like a you know, like a projector. Yeah. Like I bet you they, they make like a nice ten eighty P image that you can put on your wall. I think that's you know? the thing that Leia gets projected out of in A New Hope. When R2 does his little like Yeah, it's the same similar thing. Yeah. They must just have that up there. Way up there. Yeah, but R2's it comes out of like his little like yeah. uh, magnifying looking thing. The yeah. little 
camera. But yeah, I, I love these uh, pyramid head projectors. I wrote down BZ too. BZ? Just for like being able to be like, all right, well, I guess I lose half my head so this yeah. psycho can ride around <laughs> in it. Yeah, so you can get a fucking scoot. They're turning me into a fucking rascal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that guy, like, I get it. Like, they want to conceal him. But, like, he's jumping and jiving all over the place. Yeah, he's to, very mobile. If they're trying to conceal you, stay the fuck inside his head. Yeah. He constantly pops out like, you listen up, you dumbasses. You know, it's just so annoying. He sucks. All right. Hey, now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get Alrighty. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, wow. All right. All star of the episode. Uh, R2. I mean, it's and it's not even like a joke this week. No. It never really is. But just the moment he spun around, he just shocked the shit out of that <laughs> drone. So good. <laughs> Everybody stay calm. And R2 just whips around and just kills a droid. <laughs> He's just a deadly assassin. He's so great. We got to get an R2 body count going. <laughs> I mean, that's droid on droid crime. You know, I mean, that's a kill. Oh, yeah. That's a kill. Yeah. R2 is just icing, folks, man. Fucking great. He also killed ascended low energy battle droid by falling on his head. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anything you want to add to the R2? I'm always confused about R2's weight. Like, because sometimes when he falls, it sounds like he's hollow and it leads me to believe like he wouldn't weigh that much. But he, like, crushed that low-energy battle Dude, R2 droid. must be made of, like, Beskar. <laughs> yeah. Because that, like, that was, like, dropping, like, a fucking, like, barbell. I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't, like, get accordion, like, smushed. Oh, yeah. He crunched that fucking ascended <laughs> LEBD. So R2 just fucking hitting home runs, even in the worst of episodes. Like, we're talking about the Jogan Fruit episode where R2 just goes in the car He's wash. He's the highlight. He's the highlight. Like, R2... He's the only reason that yeah. it's is rated as high as it is for me. Yeah. Well, QT showed some stuff, too. Yeah. Honorary to QT and the other Astromechs. All the Astromechs are really cool. All of them are really cool. That's what I'm saying. They could have... They should have just left the annoying dudes out. This could just be the Astromech arc. Yes. It would have been perfectly fine with me. Yeah. And you don't need to hear exactly... You don't need someone to talk back to them to know what they're saying. You get the idea. I am willing to bet if it would have just been Astromex and they, like, put in another, like, beeline story in there with one of them, like, going around the ship. Yeah, getting lost or something. I could have rated this thing an eight if it was <laughs> just the Astromex. Yeah, I mean, guaranteed if it was just Astromex and you just had, like, a storyline where one of them got lost in the corridors and, like, had I to find them again. I guarantee it's above a five. Yeah, it's it's probably at least bare minimum six to a seven yeah. would be my guess. Yep. And IMDB would give it a five because they're all fucking idiots. <laughs> I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are showing. My goodness. So who was showing you something in this exciting, fun episode? Who was looking hot? Well, I'm straight up, I'm giving this to Ayla Sakura's midriff. The bear midriff was showing me something. It was nuts. Yeah. That was a really, like, whoever the animator was on this episode was feeling really horny that Paid day. extra attention. Yeah, it is. Like, they keep it on the screen for a good 30 seconds. Yeah. I sent you the screenshot. That's going to be yeah. your new phone 
yeah. background. No, I don't think I could put that on my phone. <laughs> like out doing lift, and somebody's like, what the fuck? He's got like a blue stomach. Interesting stuff. Who's your uh, good hood? I went with R2-D2. Okay. The new, the improved rocket booster? He got the rocket booster, like, warning tape put on his uh, oh, put yeah. on his legs. And he's got some cool spin moves now, too. Yeah. Like, he's moving much more freely on But these. they put, like, a, a couple of the Astrovacs got, like, warning tape put on them. Like, the yellow and black, like, yeah. caution tape. Yeah. And R2 has it running up his, uh, running up his legs. Very good stuff. So a nice costume change for R2. Oh, yeah. So R2-D2 hitting home runs everywhere. And thank you, Ayla Sakura, for being so hot. <laughs> All right, Yoda. All right, Chewbacca. Thank you very much for checking in. What do we got for a tagline on secret weapons? Secret weapons has given us humility is the only defense against humiliation. Okay, so stupid Frogger had to become had to humble himself a little bit and start working as a team. And admit that he's a humble map reader. Yeah. And you had a very He's a cartographer. You had a very hopeful yeah. guess. He's Buster Bluth. He's a cartographer. He said <laughs> it's uh going to be uh Ahsoka grows up type of thing. Where Ahsoka, <clears throat> after doing battle with Grievous in the last episode and starting to realize that maybe she has some limitations and she has realized that she still has a long way to go. Oh, if I were a writer on the Clone Wars. <laughs> what do we got for a tagline in the next one? Next episode, we have... When all seems hopeless, a true hero gives hope. When all seems hopeless, a true hero gives hope. I really hope it's not frog ass. <laughs> like, doing something. Frog ass is so far gone for me. I don't think there's anything he or Wack could do that would make me enjoy them as characters. Oh, do you think it's continuing this? Yeah, I know it is because yeah. I, you know, I have to click the episodes, to get air dates and stuff, and you'll see it's part of an arc. You know, like I can't avoid everything, so I know this continues for three more <laughs> episodes. I honestly, though, like if I got it, I'm, let's just be bold, baby. Let's bold. Let's get bolded. I think BZ. It's going to be like a long repair process for BZ, but then just going to spring to life and save the day. All of a sudden, like, it's going to be a fucking... It's like wrestling when, like, the fucking hero's getting beat down by four bad guys, and all of a sudden, fucking the music hits, and it's The Rock. But it's going to be BZ just, like, shooting in <laughs> and just fucking shooting shit everywhere and saves R2. And then we might have a competition for All-Star. R2 will win it, but BZ might give him a run for his money. That BZ's showing me something. All right, next episode is... Season 5, episode 11, A Sunny Day in the Void. And now this is the episode. Yeah, this was one of the ones that people want us to get high for. This is the one that first came to mind for me when I was like, if there's one episode where we should get stoned to watch it, it would be this one. Do you want to get high and watch it? We can figure something out. We'll talk off air, but it... it if there's the any, other one everybody was saying was lawless. No, I don't think we should do that one. I feel like it's a You know what I was first. thinking, though, for another possibility of getting high? Those fucking episodes that were never released that we have, like, video of the crystal arc or something like <laughs> that. That would be good. And it actually follows up. It's, like, supposedly after season five into season six is when we're supposed to watch those. Oh, So okay. we could do a bonus episode where we just get fucking chopped. <laughs> And watch, like, Obi-Wan talk without his mouth moving and then just, like, hovering around, like, a half-rendered planet. We're both going to freak out and go outside <laughs> yeah. for a while. It's like a, I, when I was, uh, like, 
uh, 17, I got really high, and I watched The Cell. Uh, do you remember the movie The Cell? Is that the one with Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, and she goes in the mind yeah, of a yeah. serial killer. It's fucked up. But I was, I dude, I was hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, we stopped watching the movie, and everybody was, was asleep over, and everybody, like, went to bed. But I, like, stayed up. And I started seeing, like, demons in the room and stuff. <laughs> like, just, like, my eyes playing tricks on me. Um, and I made my mom drive me to the emergency room. <laughs> and, like, the do- I told her I was, like, having, like, really big health issues. And, like, the doctor sits us down. He's like, so, Tom, describe your symptoms. And he's like, and then I describe everything to him. And I'm like, I'm not doing good. You know, something's wrong. You know, and he's like, uh, Tom, have you smoked any marijuana recently? <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, <laughs> my mom was so pissed that drive me into the fucking emergency room at three in the morning because I was having a fucking panic attack. Anyways, oh, I don't know. We'll discuss it off air once we record this. But I, I don't know. Maybe it'd be kind of funny to watch like a funky. Oh, no, like that. I definitely think we should do that. Yeah, I don't know. if We'll see if we have time to do it for sunny day in the void. But yeah, because we're that kind of snuck up on us. Yeah, yeah, we had that idea like what a month ago. Yeah, that was the one of the most suggested ones. And then lawless was the other one. Yeah, but, but you, I think lawless should be a silver watch at least first. Yeah, but I mean, if we're going to get really baked, I think like the half rendered graphics would be fucking hilarious. Oh, I completely agree <laughs> with you. Like, have we, you ever watched those either? No. Huh? Oh, that would be perfect. We're doing it. I think that's what we need to do. Yeah. Uh, Clone Castanovas, you got a couple days to yell at us if you don't want us to do that. Um, but otherwise, I think that's the plan. Those will be the high episodes. Yeah. Um, and it will be a bonus episode, I think. Yeah. 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 Because uh, anyways. All right. So a sunny day in the void. In the void. Yeah. A sunny day in the void. What is this? A fucking Pink Floyd album? <laughs> the void. And that is season five, episode 11. Yep. All right, so we will see you for season five, episode 11, A Sunny Day in the Void. All right, Adam, where can the listeners reach us? Please reach out. Our emails are running dry. We're at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Yeah, 100th episode coming up. Um, We would love to hear from you for that. That'd be great. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at clonecastpod. Leave us a rating wherever you can. Yeah. We would love to get some of those and read them on air. That'd be great. Uh, Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. We will catch you next time for A Sunny Day in the Void. Until then, may the thong luxure be with you. the tragedy of Crispin's Day. What do you want, Easy? It's me, you moron.